insurance cards get out the copay the office is open my friends adam ronis preseason football underway yeah it is we had 11 games last night so you know you didn't see a ton of stars play but we did see some fantasy relevant players get in there so daniel jones the newest quarterback of the new york giants but pat Shermer says slow your roll ronis there's no quarterback controversy yet yeah i don't expect there to be either i think eli manning's going to be there and be the starter for a bit uh, at some point if they struggle you might see Jones but uh, I don't I don't see this being a controversy either yeah I, I I mean look I think giant fans are happy that this kid didn't suck right so the fact that he played well is refreshing because we were I, I mean look if you asked any giant fan what they expected they expected probably like two for eight and two interceptions so the you know it was a decent day was there anything in this in the on the giant jet box score I mean, I don't see anything for the Giants that really excited me. For the Jets, you know, can Elijah McGuire make this team or is he the odd man out? No, he could make the team. It's possible. It seems like Ty Montgomery would be the backup to Bell, though I wouldn't be handcuffing Bell because I don't think it's clear cut and I don't think there'll be one guy. I don't think Montgomery's a guy that they want to give 20 carries to, 15 carries in a game. They want to mix mix it up. So I thought Darnold looked really good on the first drive and – Jamison Crowder and him seem to hook up quite a bit. We know Crowder is, is pretty undervalued in most drafts right now. Obviously, in the high-stakes leagues, he goes a little bit higher. His ADP is 123, but in the average league, in your home league, Crowder's going to go really late. So we all know it's a health issue for him because he's not the biggest wide receiver. But playing in the slot, it's a pretty good spot to be in with Darnold as the quarterback. So I've taken him in a couple drafts already. So that stood out. And, you know, Chris Herndon, when he comes back from suspension, is going to do real well and it's just a matter of the league format you're in do you have the roster ability to hold on to him for four games because you know I think he's going to be a valuable tight end I do too I think he's going to be a very variable player and I think we talked about yesterday you can get him in rounds 15 or 16 I like Jamison Crowder I was just doing a bounce back article for SI.com and I felt like Jamison Crowder People forget how good he really was. But he had an offseason two years ago. He was injured last year. But Adam Gase was talking about this guy catching 80 or 90 passes. And I know it's only preseason week one, but 
I think it looked pretty good for him. Yeah, no, I think so too. And it's just a matter of trying to stay healthy. He's just not that big, 5'8", 185. So, um, yeah, I think the Jets offense, you know, has the ability to put up some decent numbers this year. All right, Buffalo played Indianapolis. It was 24-16. We saw a little bit of Josh Allen. Uh, Devin Singletary played Ronas. Uh, he had a lot of touches. Is this a guy that you are targeting in drafts? I wouldn't say targeting, but in the right spot, I'll take him. Uh, haven't landed him anywhere yet. His ADP is 129 right now in the Fantasy Football World Championships. So I think he is a guy that you could see start to rise a little bit. Obviously, it's a crowded backfield. Uh, TJ Yeldon had a fumble in this game. You know, there's a chance he doesn't even make the team. And we know McCoy's a little bit older. Gore, obviously, marvel at what he's done. But for fantasy purposes, not someone you want. So Singletary looked pretty good in a couple runs. He was pretty patient. There was a third down. He showed some patience and was able to pick up seven yards. So for Indianapolis, I think something that I'm looking at here in the, in the box scores they have a lot of receivers. Doris Fountain was a the guy they drafted last year. Deion Kane, Devin Funches, you know, Paris Campbell's injured. Somebody has to emerge, Adam, as the, the, the clear number two behind T.Y. Hilton. There's a lot of bodies there. Is there any one guy you like more than the others? Uh, Paris Campbell, uh, but the hamstring's a little concerning for a rookie. You kind of want to see him out there. But he's the guy that I think, as the season goes on, could emerge. Maybe this injury depresses his ADP a little bit. It's 121 right now, but he was the, he's the guy that I look at. We know they're going to throw the tight ends a lot with Doyle and Ebron, but uh, Campbell would be the one that I'm looking at for Indy. All right, Baltimore blanks Jacksonville 29-0. to zero. Before you panic about Jacksonville, Nick Foles didn't play. Leonard Fournette didn't play. I mean, nobody really played. So, so what is there any takeaway from Jacksonville except maybe you recall Longstead looked okay? Yeah, I think you want to see if he can gain the backup job. I, I think they might have Alfred Blue there now, but Armstead, I think, is the guy. Blue is boring as hell. We've seen it so many times. So, you know, Armstead would be the guy that I want in the later rounds if I do take a backup to Leonard Fournette. Baltimore's an interesting because they've got a lot of receivers, Chris Moore, Miles Boykin, uh, Willie Sneed. Nobody I really like. I can't imagine me drafting anybody outside of Mark Andrews, any receiver there. Am I missing somebody? Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll take a shot on Boykin. I did in the uh, Superflex draft on Friday. I think it was around 14 or 15. And then the FSGA, I took Marquise Brown. Uh, so I'll take a shot on one of those guys late to see if it pans out because I do think Lamar Jackson will improve as a passer. And, you know, again, you don't want to go crazy with the preseason, but, you know, he looked pretty good. He didn't run at all, which is – fine uh you don't want to see him run in the preseason you don't want to risk any injury but i'll take a shot on a guy like boykin or marquise brown late that's about it i mean we saw it last year when jackson came in you just couldn't rely on any wide receiver there's just not going to be enough volume again i think it will be an uptick on last year but they primarily want to run the ball so i'll take one of those rookie receivers late uh boykin obviously played a lot yesterday and put up some pretty good numbers. But, yeah, you don't want to invest too much in this passing game. All right, New England played Detroit and walloped them 31-3. to I'm just going to say this about New England. We know about Tom Brady. But Brian Hoyer, God forbid Brady should get injured, he's, he's played well in the NFL. And this Jarrett Stidham, 
he might actually be the quarterback of the future. He's not so bad. I watched him play in college. He looked pretty decent yesterday. Yeah, certainly did. And, you know, Patriots uh, putting up some points there. You know, Nikhil Harry was able to play. There was some concern about an injury. Uh, he played. I still like him. He's a big body man. Uh, you know, he. we heard some concerning reports in camp, but it's going to take time for a rookie. So I would still be considering Harry. I mean, his ADP, though, is a little high right now in, in our championships one-on-one. But I do think there's potential for him. It is a little high. But I, when we come back, we're going to take a little time out. When we come back, I want to talk about the New England receivers. There's a lot of names. Jacoby Myers, Maurice Harris, DeAndre Inman, Nikhil Harry. We know Julian Edelman, Matt Lacoste. I think we've got to sort these out, Adam. I think there's just a lot of names. And maybe there's a gem. Maybe there isn't. You know, we'll have to discuss. We're full-time fantasy. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we are back. We are fulltimefantasy.com. Go to Fulltime Fantasy right now, and you're going to see our team outlooks, right? They're very expansive. Sean Childs does an amazing job telling you everything you'd ever want to know about the team. So you go to fulltimefantasy.com, enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50. We'll get you 50% off your first two months. All right, Adam, let's get to the New England Patriots, um, the receivers here. Jacoby Myers was six for 69 and two touchdowns look pretty good. You've got Maurice Harris who's looked good. Dontrell Inman always seems to bounce up. Is there any one guy there that you might say, you know what, as Nikhil Harry waits and gets better and matures, is there a guy who's a legit number two? I don't think so. Not right now for me. I mean, the only guys that I'm really looking at in drafts are Edelman and Nikhil Harry. I think you're keeping an eye on a guy like Jacoby Myers, who's had a good preseason and had a good game last night. We've been hearing positive reports on Harris, but you know, remember, starters weren't in there. It's going to be a lot of running the football. You're going to see James White in the passing game. Edelman's going to get a lot of targets. So, and I, you know, they drafted Harry in the first round. He's a big body receiver. They don't have a, a big red zone threat now. So that's why I initially liked him. I said, okay, he's going to come in and maybe get some red zone targets. You know, even if he was a little bit raw and had a little bit of the difficulty learning the playbook, it doesn't take much to put him in near the red zone, get him one-on-one and let him go up and get it with his big frame. So uh, I think it's something to keep an eye on. But, you know, I, I don't think you're going to see these guys all of a sudden all move up and get drafted. Uh, I don't even think we've seen those guys drafted in most of our, our leagues anyway. I think you might if they have another good preseason game. But, look, it, people have to be very careful. I mean, I, there was a guy years ago, Adam, I'm, you'll never know this name. His name was Brian Manning. And Brian Manning had, like, the greatest preseason for the Dolphins, and I totally bought into it. I mean, he couldn't be stopped. I don't think he had one reception during the whole season, not one. So it's like Jacoby Myers is the flavor of the week today, and tomorrow he's not even playing. 
Yeah, it could be. Uh, so Jacoby Myers has an ADP of 212 in our last two drafts he's gone. I'm assuming that was last night. Yeah. <laughs> 191 and 216. Those are the only two in the last few. And Maurice Harris did it 194, and he's gone three of our last four drafts. So, yeah, people watching, seeing that. And look, in the 19th, 20th round, you want to take a shot? Fine. Uh, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet either. All right, the Titans beat the Eagles 27 to 10. Just play Tannehill, Ronis. 12 for 16, two touchdowns. I got to say this about the Titans. If Marcus Mariota can't get it done, Ryan Tannehill doesn't suck. He might end up being the starting quarterback for, for the Titans at some point this season. I, could, I see that pathway. Yeah, it's certainly possible. We know Mariota has had a real difficult time staying healthy, and he could be an option. I'll give you a guy also on Tennessee that I think people are overlooking. Adam Humphreys could have played in a lot of places, including New England, who offered him a contract, and he decided to go to Tennessee. I think they're going to use him way more than people think. Um, I'm not so sure about that. You know, I know he got peppered with targets yesterday, but no one played. No Corey Davis, no Delaney Walker. I mean, how much is there in this offense to go around? I mean, this is clearly an offense that wants to run the football. This is not an offense where you're going to get a ton of fantasy value. I think the ceiling is low. I don't think you're going to get consistency. You know, yeah, one week you might have seven for 70. And the next week it's going to be three for 40. So uh, I'm, I'm not buying Adam Humphreys. Some good names here. Would you rather be Michael Pruitt or Cole Wick? If you had to be one of two people. Cole Wick. Yeah, Cole Wick is interesting. All right. Um, what do you think about J.J. Arciega-Whiteside? Arthur Whiteside is pretty, uh, you know, some, one of my friends said he drafted Nelson Aguilar. I go, why did you do that? I don't know if I like that at all. Do you think this guy has any upside this year, or is he just a guy buried in the depth chart? It's going to take injuries for him to move up. There's just too many weapons. I mean, with Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson and Ertz and Goddard and the running backs, I just, you know, don't see a pathway to consistency here unless someone gets hurt. I mean, his ADP is 210. So you're really just kind of drafting him late and saying, okay, I'm going to see if his role grows. Maybe he impresses and moves up the depth chart or someone gets hurt. But I just don't see the pathway to consistent targets right now. Agreed on that one. All right. Cleveland played Washington. Cleveland wins 30-10. to 10. Why don't you rush quarterbacks? Dwayne Haskins comes in 8 for 14, 117 yards, two interceptions, including one. That was returned for a touchdown. I, I like Dwayne Haskins, but he may need some seasoning, Ronis. That offensive line is brutal. I mean, brutal. I saw I saw Case Keenum dropping back, and he was under pressure every time. On a nice run, there was a holding call. Uh, we know Trent Williams is not there. Uh, they have major problems on the offensive line, so that's going to hurt Haskins. Uh, his first throw was impressive, but, man, it's it's a bad offensive line. I'll give you some secret sauce. Last year, Ronis, I played in DFS any team who played against the Texans because that offensive line was so bad. I feel that way this year against the Redskins. I think I'm going to get five to six sacks per game because Eric Flowers is that bad. That whole offensive line is that bad. I'm getting five or six points. Forget an interception. Forget a fumble. I'm getting that just in sacks. Yeah, Deshaun Watson got sacked 62 times last year. So, you know, that is something that you have to look at, and it can help you in DFS and season long when you're streaming defenses. I wrote about this. I actually did a, uh, a video about this. I think people think Antonio Callaway is the number three receiver in Cleveland. 
I don't. I think it is Rashard Higgins, and I think he proved that last night. Baker Mayfield really likes throwing to him. Uh I still, I mean, you could look at him late. I mean, Antonio Callaway was the player everyone thought would be that guy, but obviously he's kind of struggled here with consistency and being in shape. I still think it's going to be mostly Beckham, Landry, and Njoku. So to me, Njoku is essentially a third wide receiver. So, and they could use him in the slot. He's just such an athletic freak. So, I mean, Higgins is someone just to kind of keep in mind in case there's an injury, but... If you don't. drafted Beckham, if you drafted Beckham or Landry, would you draft Higgins as like your 20th round guy? Uh, maybe. I don't think you have to. I mean, again, this is – he has not been drafted in any leagues until yesterday, 207, because of the preseason. But I Truck mean, Cal- paid like $800 for him last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Galloway uh, – I mean, Callaway obviously is a guy that's uh, – you're going to start to see his ADP go down. I mean, he he's – at 185 is his ADP right now. Yeah, I don't want any part of him. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not a believer. I don't think he's that, I don't think his hands are that good. And I think he's immature. I don't know. I think he's in a good spot, actually, because he you is, got back up on the other he's side. Not, he's, a, he's not taking advantage of it. No, he's, he's just not reliable. That's a problem. All right, break up the Dolphins, Ronas. 34 points. Unreal. They're going to not be able to tank for Tua. Josh Rosen, 13 for 20. 191 yards. Any danger of him becoming the starting quarterback? Yeah, I think he can at some point for sure. Uh, we know Fitzpatrick is going to have that game where he throws three or four interceptions. And if it happens a couple times in a row and they're losing, you know, you want to get a look at Rosen just to see if there's anything there for the future. Yeah, I think you have to see what he looks like. But I think that Rosen could get traded next year. I, I think it's possible. I mean, oh, if you yeah. get the number one the pick, same you get thing two might of- happen. It could be history revisited. Crazy, right? All right, Green Bay beats Houston 28-26. The mighty Joe Webb. Joe Webb is just – Pat Mayo loves Joe Webb. Joe Joe Webb is a guy who can run, he can pass, but there was nobody out there who really played except – are you keeping your eyes on Karen Higdon and Demaria Crockett? Do you think either of these guys can emerge now that Duke Johnson's there? Probably not. I think they take a hit. I think that was something you were going to look at, but with Duke Johnson there, uh, I don't think so. I think Duke Johnson obviously is going to play a big role in this backfield, and you know, you're just looking for those guys to see which one looks better in case Lamar Miller or Duke Johnson go down. It's kind of just a depth situation at this point, and probably not for redraft leagues. All right, Green Bay-wise, Dexter Williams. Could he be better than Jamal Williams? Could he be the legitimate backup to Aaron Jones? Or are we missing out on this guy? Yeah, he can be. I mean, that's definitely a guy that I've had in mind late in drafts. I don't think I got him. I was definitely eyeing him in the Scott Fishbowl, and I did not get him. But his ADP is 200. Uh, he's been starting to go in some drafts as early as 155, as late as 230. Yeah, I mean, that's like a, a perfect late-round flyer right now to take in the last couple of rounds. You know, Aaron Jones is still banged up. And, and Jamal, Jamal Williams, Williams was banged too. up. Yeah, so he could easily surpass Jamal Williams, become the backup, and we know Jones has not had a penchant for staying on the field, so that's the perfect guy that I would talk about in the last couple of rounds to take now. Do you think 155 is high? Um, yeah, I think it is, but I, I think 200. I, I'd take him before 200. Yeah, I'd take him in the nice. 18th, 19th, 20th round, somewhere in there. Yeah, I have my eyes on All right, we'll continue going through the box scores for the first preseason week right after this. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Hey guys, do you want to two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So for example, if you bet USC minus three and they beat Oregon by seven, you get seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. And if you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, Adam. Panthers against the Bears. David Montgomery, though, playing a lot. I, I almost don't want to see David Montgomery play. Uh, I understand that, but I think you want to get him on the field a little bit, especially these rookies. You want them to get the NFL game speed. So Montgomery was a guy that I was taking in like the fifth round of some best ball drafts, and I know he's going to rise now. His ADP is 46 in the Fantasy Football World Championships, and 27 and 70 is the range. How the hell did he fall to 70? it got to be a mistake. What I'll happened take now? 70. I'll yeah, that. me too. Yeah. Uh, you know, 27? Yeah. I was in that draft, by the way. I oh, was in the you? draft where he went Early 27. Third? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was God. like, what? Yeah, I can't do that. And, you know, would I be surprised if by the time we get to late August, early September, if that's where he's going? No, because you know the, how the hype is. If he has, like, another big game and, and one impressive highlight run and it gets all over the place, people are going to get excited. It happens every single year with a few players. So, you know, right now I'm fine with him in the fourth, fifth round, you know, especially if I can get one running back, three receivers to come back with him as my RB2, but I'm afraid those days are gone. I don't know if I, I don't know if I am, Adam. I don't know. I, I, here's my problem with the Bears. Tariq Cohen's there. Mike Davis is there. David Montgomery is there. Then you've got Allen Robinson. Then you've got Anthony Miller, who we like. Trey Burton doesn't suck. You got a lot of weapons. Like I, I could just see them being almost like the the New England Patriots, where week to week you just don't even know who's the who's in the playbook. Yeah, no, that could be the case. You know, especially if they run up against a tough run defense, that might be a Tariq Cohen week where they use them a lot out of the backfield. So yeah, I think it can be frustrating in this offense. So you know, if his price is fourth fifth round, um, I will consider him. I just feel like there's always going to be someone in a draft that is way more optimistic than me on him. And Allen Robinson, I do like. You know, uh, he did finish the season strong. He had that big playoff game, and now it's the second full year coming off the torn ACL. So I like him where he's going. Uh, and Anthony Miller's pretty cheap uh, for now. So, so those would be the two guys that I really look at. All right, let's take a look at Arizona against the Chargers. The air raid offense, uh, only 17 points, Ronis. Kyler Murray, 6 for 7, 44 yards. Uh, it was good to see him out there, and uh, I think people like get him off the field so he doesn't get injured. 
Yeah. You know, he made some good throws, some good velocity. Again, scripted plays preseason, but, you know, he made the throws that he needed to. And obviously, uh, his price keeps going up, and everyone's talking about it, and everyone's excited for him. And uh, I did see him. I forgot what draft it was. I saw a draft. He was the third quarterback off the board. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, look, I like the guy. Oh, so he I went like 80, 89 last night in the fantasy football world championships. What's that? <laughs> Preseason doesn't matter, right? 89 is what round? Uh, what is that? Seven? Eighth? Seven? Seven to eighth. eighth? Yeah, eighth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, the problem is this. Let's say you like him. You don't want to lose him. But at the same time, you don't want to pay too early. I, I don't think I'm paying eighth round for him, dude. I, I, that's crazy. Yeah, and again, we both are big fans and would like him on our team. But again, it it comes to a certain point where it's price. And, you know, go through this every year in home leagues or leagues that people know we tout a player, we want him. And they feel like, oh, well, they're going to go crazy high for them. I'm not. Like, you know, there's price and cost are, are big. And if you want to jump the gun and take them early, go ahead. I'll find someone else. I'll have an answer. All right. I'm going to give you a name, Ross. Easton Stick. I think he sticks as the backup uh, quarterback there. Maybe Tyrod is the two. But Easton Stick, long term, is actually a pretty good player. He played in uh, North Dakota State and uh, yes. where Wentz played. And I don't know. I think this guy might actually have a career in the NFL. Could be, yeah. I mean, you know, I think Tyrod's a pretty capable backup if anything happens for sure. But, yeah, for the future, uh, it's someone to, to look at. Uh, we got uh, Phil from Kentucky on the line. Big Phil, what's up, dude? But I have to call in so I can listen to the show because driving down the road trying to listen to internet radio is a pain in the butt. So, um, <laughs> but I got a couple questions. Okay. Um, oh, breaking news. Browns wide oh. receiver, not Beckham, not Landry. Antonio Callaway has been suspended four games. Shock. Oh. Wait, here's my shock look, Ronis. You just saw it. For NFL substance abuse policy, he's yeah. uh, appealing. Uh, so I guess that's why he's uh, been playing with the reserves. Yeah, there's no appeal. This guy's, I, I believe it. He did it. Trust me. He did it. <laughs> look at Doc. Guilty. But he had, guilty. He had, his, he had issues in college. Exactly. He's guilty. Guilty. No doubt. All right, Big Phil. What's up, dude? Hey, uh, did y'all see the report on uh, Antonio Brown being MIA? What a shock. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what to make of this guy right now, man. He's definitely a little out there for sure. I mean, you could tell. He kind of marches to his own drum. But... Um, yeah, I think you got to start to be a little bit worried about him. He's going late second round, and, you know, when is he going to play? Why is he not telling the team what's going on? Uh, it's a weird situation. Hard Knocks is going to be interesting the next few weeks, I'll tell you that. I thought, I thought you know, the whole the hot air balloon, but he looks like he wants to play. I mean, I, I, that's only from Hard Knocks, Ronis. It doesn't look like he's disinterested. It doesn't look like he's upset, or is he just, you know, doing it for the camera? I, I really don't know. Uh, again, there's a, but this report came out of Pittsburgh. Keep that in mind. So it's Chase Williams of WPXI Pittsburgh said that Antonio Brown has gone silent. Obviously, Pittsburgh has a lot of ill will towards Brown. So let's kind of wait and see what happens. But apparently, he has not been around the Raiders, and they have no clue where he is or the status of his foot. What do you think, Big Phil? If you were drafting tonight, would you take Antonio Brown? 
Uh, no, got him upset that I drafted him just a, two or three drafts ago. Because hmm. I, I don't know. I just kind of hard to – all this stuff that's going on, it's kind of hard to um, draft any of those guys, except for and, maybe Zeke is the only one that I would probably take a chance on. Yeah, we're running out of first-round picks here. I think people are going to start to forfeit <laughs> first-round picks. Yeah. I mean, They're gonna, so I'll, I'll pass. Gonna be drafting. No, I just wanted – I haven't drafted actually for – about four or five days. And what? Are you okay? Dude, what happened to Big Phil? No. Nah, Call the doctors. I'm Call taking the doctor. a Paramedic. Paramedic. I'm just taking a break. Now, oh. and I wasn't going to draft until maybe next week again, but, um, I mean, do you find that after all this helium that some people get, like Montgomery, and they'll be moving up? You know, uh, there's value to be found after all this stuff happens with the guys that you've kind of been looking at all season long while you've been drafted, correct? Absolutely, Big Phil. I think that a lot of things, you know, people look at Montgomery, right? And then he gets pushed up. Well, that means somebody else gets pushed down. And, right. you know, That's- you just have to avoid. It's like Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman last year killed me. The guy killed me. Any league I had him in, my team didn't do well. That was my fault. I, 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 you know, what did he do in preseason that showed that he was going to be a third-round pick? So you, you can't buy into the hype. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate to see players I like have a good preseason. I say it in every sport. Like, I don't want to see them get hurt. I don't want to see them be terrible. But if I know they have a job, I kind of want them to be quiet because just everything is magnified now. And you're seeing it today with Montgomery. I guarantee it. You're going to see Montgomery go probably in drafts over the weekend, probably in the third round. People get excited and they see a, or a couple of plays, and all of a sudden, yeah, that's the guy. I want him. Got to push him up. I got to get him. And sometimes they're going to be right, but a lot of times it's uh, going to hurt your team because you're just pay- overpaying too much. I know, that's kind of what I thought, too. All right, one more thing, and I'll get off here. Do you all use the uh, NFL pass where you watch the replay games? You know, like, like each game lasts like 45 minutes. Do you all use that? Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a valuable tool uh, for sure. If you want to watch the condensed game, I also watch a lot of games on the NFL Network as well. You know, they're replaying games now. They got the Patriots lines on now, so I'll record anything I see yeah. on and watch it that way too. Fast forward due to commercials. So yeah, there's a couple ways to do it. I used to like NFL Rewind. I I, I thought it was valuable, but you know, the truth of the matter is, I, I can you can't always do it, but it's it's advantageous if you can, Phil. So. You know, I think what Adam said also with the NFL Network, you could DVR almost all the games and watch them back at your leisure. Okay? Yeah, but see, you know, with me not being at home all the time, and most, and a lot of times I leave on Sunday, and I don't really even get to watch any of the games. So that's kind of – and I get a lot out of watching the games instead of just listening to people talk about it on the radio. Can you, can you make moves on Sundays? Do you have time to make them in the morning? Oh, I'll make time. Okay. All right, that's why you're the best. All right, my man, have a great weekend, right, okay? Guys. Enjoy. You too. See you, bye. Ronas, I'm worried about Damian Williams, by the way. Speaking Thursday, Andy Reid says there'll be a running back by committee. He's throwing Damian Williams and Darrell Williams and Carlos Hyde, Darwin Thompson. He was naming uh, Spencer Ware. He was naming people I haven't even heard of in, in months. Yeah, I've been worried about him. I haven't taken him in any drafts, so uh, actually – brought up that comment during yesterday's show while I had uh, Sean Childs on. I would think that Williams, with, with a comment like this, and we'll talk more about this after the break, 
he was going in the late second, early third. Do you think that drops him around? Yeah, I think he'll move to late third round. Late third round. All right, we're breaking it down for you. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronis. We're full-time fantasy. We'll be back right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're back. If you go to play FFWC.com right now, you'll see that there's a starter draft at 7 p.m. tonight, a super flex starter draft at 8.30 p.m., a draft and go best ball at 10 p.m., and an online championship at 11 p.m. So a lot of ways to get involved. That's playffwc.com. So uh, if you want to play, I highly recommend it. Great payouts, easy to use draft room, great people. You'll have a lot of fun. And Ronus, New Jersey is legit. Yeah, so I'll be in there. There'll certainly be some beat Adam Ronus leagues coming up and looking forward to getting in the mix. Yeah. And also, you know, sometimes you get, if they need a, need a person late, you know, they can go to you now and you can come in the league. Definitely. I'll be available yeah. certain nights. Exactly. <laughs> Any night that ends in Y. Yeah. No, I was trying to see something over the next few days, and it's just not working out at this point. So, uh, I don't know. I think I'm maybe looking at see if I can maybe get some going late Tuesday night after softball. So, by know, the way. But I, I might have to do something. Uh, see? You're killing me, Ross. All right. There's a world championship draft, by the way. This Sunday, the 11th, three spots available. And this is a big league, dude. Oh, my God. Chad and Frankie and Lowy and Kimra, Mike Santos. That's, that's a brutal one. And then next Wednesday, Ronis, there's another one uh, that, uh, that people can get into. So the main events are going underway. So that should be really exciting, too. Yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing those draft boards. Oh, my God, yeah. And then there's another one with four spots open. Some... some uh, there's a lot of three star. This one, everybody has three stars in this one, Ronis. Chad, Frankie, Lowy, Landon, Matt Bailey, Mike Santos, William Sucher, and Zach Toyo all have three stars, which means that they've won at least three contests with a payout of 1,000 or more or at least five contests with 2,500 or more. Yep, that's definitely a very experienced group that's won some good money. So uh, it's going to be a fun draft to follow. Yeah, so check that out. Play FFWC.com. Com. Someone's okay. got to be last place in that league, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they're waiting for the for the fish to come in. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Yeah, you know, like somebody said to me, like, do, do, would you want to jump in that draft, Ronis? Let's say I said you come on in that draft. How would you feel about jumping into that draft? I'll do it. I welcome the uh, the challenge. Do you say to yourself, like, this could be a tough one? Yeah, of course. I mean, look at the accomplishments of that group. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's a heavy hitter one. And Kimmer's not even in that one. But Chad and Lowy and Santos, oh, my God, that guy's really good. All right, so let's take a look at one more game here. Seattle against Denver. Paxton Lynch, Ronis, 
11 for 15, 109 yards. He ran for 38 yards. Does he still have a possibility of a career in the NFL? As a backup, maybe, but it hasn't been good so far from what we've seen. No, that's true. All right, for Denver, Drew Locke, 17 for 28, 180 yards and a touchdown. Also ran three times for 11 yards. Uh, give, me, give me a week that you think Drew Locke is the starter. Uh, I don't know if he'll start this year. It's really, really good. At the, yeah. I'm going to say week. Uh, let me see the schedule. One moment, please. They play a regular season. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Start at home. I'll say you don't want to start against the Chargers. That'd be bad. Ooh, the Browns are bad. I don't know, Romus. I don't see it. All right. I think he comes in week nine. Or, yeah, yeah, week nine against Cleveland at home. Then there's a bye week, so you could break it down with him. And then, so maybe he gets to play week nine, and then during the bye week he takes the job and he comes in and starts week 11. I don't know. There have not been glowing reports. He might not be ready this year. And Joe Flacco may get, may get I mean, I don't think I want anybody on Denver, Adam. I really don't. I am not looking forward to drafting Cortland Sutton. I'm not looking forward to draft Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not really high on Lindsey. I'm just not really high on anybody on this team. Uh, for me, the guys I would look at are Royce Freeman and Deshaun Hamilton. Oh, who You think Joe Flacco is going to throw to Deshaun Hamilton? Yeah, a lot of short passes to the slot. All right, I, I, can, I can see that. I mean, he's cheap, too. I know he's been a little banged up, but I, Sanders I'm worried about. Sutton's expensive. Again, I like the talent, but he's expensive. Lindsey, to me, is overvalued. Freeman's still going in the seventh, eighth round, and I do think he's going to run the football. He's, it's going to be basically a split. So those would be the two I look at. You like Noah Fant? Can uh, like, get behind that? He'd have to be like, 22nd 23rd tight end off the board if you're looking for a backup tight end it's just you know again it's an offense that doesn't project to be very good no i know i just I, I, look quarterback play is so important i just don't feel i mean flacco what is he gonna do this guy's like a he's just a placeholder oh for right? sure um i'm actually surprised they brought him in yeah, well, I mean, John, John Elway has been so curious. I don't know, dude. I mean, he was brilliant with Peyton Manning. I can't say that he wasn't there. But since Peyton Manning, it's been bad. Bad. No, it's been real bad. And it doesn't look like it's going to get much better. Yeah. All right, I see here. Um, Stefania Bell says that Cooper Cup is ready to bounce back after tearing his ACL. How, how convinced are you that Cooper Cup will be back at full strength? Uh, I was worried a few weeks ago, but, you know, the fact that he's ready for camp and the reports have been positive, you know, medicine has come so far. Maybe it's a slow start for him, but we saw how important he was. So not a, you know, it's not like, oh, I have to have him on my team, whereas last year he was a target. But in the right spot, I'll take him. I've only taken him in one draft so far. I think it was like the fifth round. And a lot of the breakout upside receivers that I wanted were gone. So I took him. I mean, his ADP right now is 47 in the fantasy football world championships. Um, I, I feel better about him in the fifth round more than the fourth. I mean, I wouldn't take him in the fourth round. I just wouldn't. Round five, I, I want him as my third receiver, Adam. If I have two guys and then maybe I two, take two running backs, I'm okay with him there. Yeah, as my and third I think, guy. 
in some recent drafts, you have been able to do that. You know, he did go 57, 53. So there, it is a possibility that you can do that uh, and get him as your third receiver, which is fine because if it does work out and he continues to get those red zone looks and we saw how good he was last year, you know, it could work out. But I understand why people are concerned about a player coming off a torn ACL. You know, it's it, it's not simple for everyone, but he is ready to go, at least here in training camp, and all reports have been positive. All right, I just got a tweet, and I want to I wanna talk about this one because I think it's this comes back to our roster construction. Keith Walker says, Doc, who would you take first, 24th, and 25th in a half-point PPR draft? So obviously, I wrote back Saquon or, or McCaffrey at one, right? That, that's agreed. At 24-25, don't you think there's better value at receiver than there is at running back? I think it depends on who's on the board. I mean, again, I have said this repeatedly. When I have picked there, I generally come back with sometimes three consecutive receivers. So it really depends on who's on the board at that time. But I do feel in most instances, uh, the receivers are better value. But... You know, maybe a running back you like slips, but I can't see it because I'm trying to, like, you cook. Who would slip? Connor, Chubb are not going to slip, especially with the news. I mean, Damian Williams could be there, but it really depends on how you feel. You could take on Johnson if you're that high on him because, obviously, he's not making it back. And we have started to see him go in that range. He went 23rd in the last draft. So you can consider him. If not, then, you know, there's – Good receiver value on the board. I mean, looking at our ADPs, you're looking at Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen. If you like Kittle and he's there, fine. But you're most of the time, it's really a receiver area. There's just you're, the running backs you want are not going to fall. And the other running backs that will be there, you're pushing them up the board a little bit, which is fine if you're really high on one of them. You know? But that's going to happen. Know, the running backs are going to get pushed. They're going to get pushed. We know that. Yeah, and I think uh, you're going to start to see on Johnson there a lot. I've already seen it. I've already seen him go on the turn. I've seen him actually go uh, before the 24th pick. So uh, the earliest he has gone recently is 23. So he has definitely moved up. A lot of it has to do with the Theo Riddick release. Uh, I guess it was about a week ago now. So, But generally, for me, uh, I don't like reaching on the running backs. And once I have a McCaffrey, a Barkley there... I really don't worry about the second running back. I'm just going to take shots on a few guys later and just pile up the depth at wide receiver. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. That's why I brought it up because I just feel like you're getting Keenan Allen. You're getting Adam Thielen. You're getting T.Y. Hilton. you got two guys like that. I mean, think of the running backs. So assuming nobody slips, aren't you're reaching. Aaron Jones, reach. Derrick Henry, reach. Marlon Mack, reach. Leonard Fournette, reach. Everybody's a reach. Maybe on Johnson's the only non-reach, but all those other guys are reaches. Yeah, again, unless you feel a certain way uh, about the running back and you truly believe, you know, maybe there's a – I see here Leonard Fournette went 27 because we've been hearing a lot of positive reports about him in camp, but we all know the risk that uh, lies with him. But, you know, if it does work out and the offensive line is healthy, you know he's getting the volume. You know he's going to catch the football. So it, it all comes down to your belief. So if you really, truly believe for that's going to have that big year and you want to take him, you're going to have to take him on that turn. But And it's it's slightly above his ADP. His ADP is 30 right now. So I guess that's a guy that's kind of moving up a little bit. But I couldn't take him on that turn. All right. All right. So Adam said it before. 
We'll reiterate it. The Browns wide receiver Antonio Callaway has been suspended for games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. And there was an incident last year where he had marijuana possession and he drove, and he drove with a suspended license. This guy, to me, is completely immature, Adam. He is blessed with speed, but he does not have good concentration. He drops way too many passes. Watch him last year, and you will know what I'm talking about. I dare I say the word, but I think it's coming out of my mouth, overrated. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly, I mean, now he's not going to be drafted in most leagues anyway. So, you know, it saves some people who might have been in on him. Obviously, there was a little buzz on him maybe a month or so ago where people said, wow, in this offense, if he's the starting receiver opposite Beckham, Landry in the slot, there, there could be some production there. Uh, but that's not the case anymore. And uh, Rashard Higgins becomes a little bit more intriguing now. I uh, did have that touchdown yesterday from Baker Mayfield on that drive. Uh, but we heard, you know, recently, you know, they said that Callaway was reported to camp out of shape. So, you know, when you see all of this, you go, okay, well, you know, where, where's his mindset? And, you know, he had issues in college and sometimes those things don't go away. And you're seeing it here with, with Callaway who fell Look, to the fourth round. I, I just feel like you have to be, think that you're lucky to be a pro. You're, you have an opportunity that most guys would kill for. And yet you, you blow it because you, you, you got to be doing the drugs and you're driving with a suspended license. You got to do better than that. I, I, look, I don't mean to be that critical, but you got to do better than that. People are killed to be you. And this guy's blowing his shot, Adam. Yeah, look, I mean, sometimes people just don't have that responsibility or that ability to do it. So uh, he's a case of that. We've seen this numerous times. Guys have plenty of talent, but they just cannot put it together. They just don't have the professionalism. And you're seeing it with, uh, with Callaway. All right. So a couple of injuries that I want to talk about. One is Jermaine Curse. He breaks his leg. Uh, so this guy's I don't want to say he's done, but I think he's pretty close to done. Uh, he didn't really have a great opportunity with the Lions. You have Amendola and Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. But there's one more injury that I want to talk about. We're going to take a little time out. We'll come back and we'll talk about this player who I like very much. I know Adam likes him a lot, but is he too much of an injury risk, right? There's a wide receiver out there who's got a ton of speed, but he just might be one of those guys who's always snake bit. Who is this guy? We'll let you know when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. And remember, go to mockdraftnow.com, mockdraftnow.com. You can be mock drafting right now. You can, you know, win a nice prize, and it's free to do it, and I highly recommend it. So check out mockdraftnow.com. All right, Ronas, Kiki Kuti, injured yet again. It's so frustrating, Adam. I love this guy, but... Man, there's an ankle in, 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 injury and a hamstring injury. Do I have to worry about Kiki Kuti? A little bit. I mean, at least it's not a 
hammy. Um, it looked kind of bad when I saw the video, but apparently it's not too bad, and I, he might not miss much time. But, yeah, I guess that's the one issue with him. I mean, but last year was, if I'm not mistaken, it was just a hammy, but it was something that was bothering her preseason, came back, acted up again. But, yeah, I guess durability is a little bit of a concern. I think Duke Johnson, man, I think he's going to be a great pick this year. Kuti gets injured, Fuller gets injured. This guy's going to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's the thing, you know, about Duke Johnson is really good insurance because, say, QT's out. Now you could, you could use Duke in the slot a lot. They should be using him in the slot. I totally agree with that. I mean, they won't so long as QT's healthy. But, I mean, QT's out, I'm putting Duke there for sure, 100%. Yeah, and, you know, and again, I think, you know, Fuller's health is certainly an issue as well. Well, yeah, that's another guy who can't stay healthy. Look, I like the Texans, but that offensive line is not really that good, Adam. Uh, that, that kid that they drafted not, was not the player they wanted. It's going to take him two or three years to be good. I think Deshaun Watson is going to get sacked a lot. Yeah, I mean, look, that's, it happened last year, too. You know, he was sacked quite a bit, and, you know, you're hearing rumors of, you know, what are they going to give up for Trent Williams? They basically gave up essentially a third for Duke Johnson. What will they give up to get Trent Williams? So that's certainly something to keep an eye on but yeah the offensive line is the the concern for the texans yeah all right my friend what are you doing this weekend anything good uh softball playoffs uh for a team that i wasn't on all year but hey <laughs> <laughs> you're a ringer <laughs> nah but i've known these guys since 2004 possibly the beach and a lot of work and fantasy rankings adjustments and all that well i wish you a good weekend okay all right, this is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care, keep it right here for another hour with full-time fantasy with Adam Ronis. Wish you guys a great weekend. And by the way, who's coming up on hour number two, Adam? Bill Enright, FF Champs. Uh, he was very good at, at picking. Wasn't he like one of the top five guys? Yeah, he was. Yeah, super accurate guy. We love Bill Enright. All right, guys, have a great one. Back next week with you. We're back right after this.